This episode is sponsored by ExpressVPN and Mac Weldon. Gaming isn't just a hobby, it's a lifestyle. Mm. And as we've covered in the past, truly embracing the gamer lifestyle to its fullest, it can seem weird to a lot of normies. For example, while most people's computing setup consists of a desk, an office chair, a practical computer, and a single monitor, the Acer Predator Thronos offers real gamers a literal cockpit for gaming. Three curved monitors, a reclining chair with vibrating haptic feedback, LEDs literally fucking everywhere, motors to move everything out of your way when you get in and out of the chair, and of course, a powerful gaming PC. All for just $30,000. A bargain. Eight feet by eight feet by eight feet and weighing 715 pounds, enough that it can only be installed on the ground floor of most homes. The Predator of Thronos is certainly a lifestyle decision for Epic Gamers only. Yeah, specifically for Epic, the most Epic Gamers. Yeah. But eventually, after a long day of gaming in your Predator Thronos that takes up half your living room and costs more than a car, you're gonna need some rest. And sadly, that usually means laying down in a normie bed with no gamer aesthetic. Until now. A Japanese company called Bahoot recently debuted what appears to be the first ever gamer bed. And that allows you to truly eat, sleep, game, repeat. They have solved the riddle Thank that we've all been trying to solve for our entire lives. I've been spending eight hours of my like my day. What a waste. One third of my life not being a gamer. Yeah. Complete waste Finally. of fucking time. Yeah. Sleeping? Boo. Now, this forward-thinking gaming setup, which is only available in sizes that accommodate a single person, <laughs> obviously, yeah. obviously, uh, it's actually a combination of various products that the company sells, uh, but seeing them all together, it really paints a picture of gaming excellence. Yeah. yeah. These people are living the dream. Yes. Uh, first off, there's, of course, the bed itself, which is mostly just normal bed, but with lots of red and black. For gamers. Yeah, it looks like Dr. Disrespect uh, owns this thing. <laughs> then there's a big uh, beanbag pillow thing for leaning back, but not too much. Mm. And then there's, of course, the desktop that attaches to the end of the bed and holds two gaming monitors along with your speakers. Yeah. There's also a bendy arm thing for keeping your phone always within your sight without taking your hands <laughs> as, off the controller. As many blue screens as possible <laughs> when you're in the place. The, the, this is a big problem because a lot of the problem with sleepness, sleeplessness yeah. is you're taking activities that you shouldn't be doing in bed and doing them, like watching TV and getting on the phone. Now you can do all of that. Your brain is supposed to recognize your bed as a place you sleep in, but when you do that, it doesn't allow that. Uh, and this is going to fuck people's lives up big time. There's a shelf behind the bed to store your moisturizer for when you need moisturizer. But the, the big, the big, yeah. <laughs> well, as you know, you get a little ashy playing games. Yeah. The big thing here, no, though. No, no, no. It has a, whole, has a flashlight holder in it. Yeah. Yeah. But there's, uh, there's a lot of room here to store your Monster Energy drinks. Sure. And your chips. So I, I think in terms of never actually getting a decent night's sleep, the Monster Energy drink can cases, be the best product for that. Uh, along with the, the multiple blue screens where you sleep, you're never going to bed. No. You're just gaming a little more comfortable. I, I do have one question, though. Uh, does it, uh, like the beds we see on TV, does it, do you press a button and it like goes, and puts you in a position where you can more comfortably, ergonomically game? No, that's what the beanbag's for. Oh, the actual beanbag have a, does it have a pump or anything on it? No, you just you just haul that beanbag over behind you and then you lay on it like the like the sad sack of shit that you are. Fucking bullshit! I yeah, guess well, this thing isn't as advanced as it could be. It could it could be a lot more advanced. Uh, anyways, the entire setup it costs uh, the equivalent of around one thousand and fifty dollars, which doesn't actually seem like a lot considering. Uh, they could have gone a lot further with. Yeah, it. it but it is actually kind of expensive because you have to consider the fact that it doesn't actually include the gaming hardware or the energy drinks. Those aren't cheap. 
And it seems to be only available in Japan currently. But, uh, you know, we smell a trend. And, uh, yeah, we look forward to seeing all the companies who currently sell race car gaming chairs and race car beds mm -hmm. to, to merge the two. <laughs> and finally... Literally just a race car. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're, we're, we're hoping that those companies start uh, offering gamer beds very soon. The DX, uh, the DX Sleeper is going to be the product <laughs> for this Christmas. Boom. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, speaking of gamer furniture, uh, I spotted this bad boy on the show floor at PAX uh, last weekend. That is the Cougar Ranger gaming sofa. And yeah, it's pretty much a lazy boy, but for gamers. And yes, they, they call it a sofa despite it only seating one person, but like most gaming products, yeah. designed for the single man. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, we got a feel, feeling that uh, whoever is going to potentially be buying this thing usually doesn't have a lot of people over. Uh, <laughs> Also, it's only $250. Yeah, that's not bad. Not bad. I do love the idea that uh, w like with something like this, you go to, over to a gamer's house, and, it, and when you're not sitting in this chair, it basically says that the gamer, the host that's yeah. having you over, is giving you the equivalent of the Mad Cats controller yeah. when you sit on a normal sofa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really not fair. You, you show up to play some multiplayer games, yeah. and the, the host is... You know, decked out in yeah. their gaming lazy boy, and you're sitting over there in the busted office chair from Office Depot that they bought for college exactly. eight years ago. I want to see the modern reboot of All in the Family where Archie Bunker sits in this gaming chair every night <laughs> and just complains about other races. Uh, you know? Well, if you're already the proud owner of a Predator Thronos or some other absurd gaming setup like that, you might want something a little more high-end than just that, you know, that cougar lazy boy. So in some exciting news, Logitech announced last week that they are partnering with Herman Miller on some new gaming furniture. Now, Herman Miller might not be a household name for you, but that's probably because of your household income not being high enough. Mm -hmm. They are responsible for some of the most iconic furniture of the 20th century, like the Ames chair in the 1950s and the Aeron chair in the 90s, both of which have been copied and knocked off extensively. And today, the Aeron chair, it starts at around $1,100, while the Ames chair starts around $2,100. So knowing that, it will be very exciting to see what they come up with for gamers, yeah. who obviously are going to need a lot of expendable income. Well, it'll just be the Ames chair with a racing stripe on it. I mean, that's the simple answer. The Ames chair is quite comfortable. All like, of these products, it just reminds me of that episode of The Simpsons where Homer designs a car. Yeah, the Homer. Yeah, that's like... Herman Miller is just going to get, like, fucking Ninja or someone in and be like, well, what do you think about the chair? It's perfect, right? Yeah. Yeah, but... It, super dope. I mean, it would be a lot cooler if you had, like, some, some blue fuzz on top that made it look like your hair and uh, <laughs> a little spot right there, a cup holder for your for your Monster Energy drink. or Well, sorry, he's sponsored by Red Bull. I wouldn't want to get him in any trouble. A mm. uh, Red Bull thing there. Maybe, like, you know, a, a thing to kick out your feet whenever you want to lay back. and Because when you're gaming, you, you, you tend to, like, want to sleep in your chair sometimes so you don't miss any... <laughs> <laughs> Any gaming hours. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm excited to see the designs. I am too. Always like, a treat when we see things this is like a, that. This is a design firm that takes their craft very seriously. They're not going to release a half-assed product. No. So I'm, I'm very curious to see what they come up with. Yeah. Should be interesting. Yeah. Anyways, with the uh, light fun out of the way, it's time again to get terrified. The COVID-19 situation is not great. No. Worldwide, over 90,000 people have gotten sick, and over 3,000 of those people have died. Italy and Iran have joined China, Japan, and South Korea as places you probably shouldn't be visiting in the near future. And the state of Washington seems to be experiencing its own particularly deadly outbreak in recent days, with nine deaths recorded as of Tuesday afternoon. Yeah, it's uh, pretty much one, like, nursing home in uh, the Seattle area. Yeah. Someone visiting or working there got it, and it spread like wildfire. 
So test kits are only starting to roll out in the U.S., so it's, we don't know who's got it, who doesn't for the most part. It's pretty likely there are a lot more people. That's a lot more people. When you start people. testing, you start finding people yeah. that have it. Yeah. It's, uh, right now, it's like, well, you can't have an epidemic if you don't test anyone <laughs> yeah. for it. But once those tests start rolling out more, it is pretty likely that a lot more people are going to turn out to be infected than we currently know about. Yeah. Can't, can't, can't have cancer if I don't visit doctors. doctor. Yeah. But uh, as always, it is important to understand that the majority of people who become infected will not die. Some probably won't even experience the worst of the symptoms. Yeah. It's the very young, the very old, and the immunocompromised that need to worry. So for their sake, wash your goddamn hands. A hand sanitizer is uh, pretty much sold out nationwide and worldwide at this point. Uh, but, you know, there's still plenty of soap to go around. You can use that on your hands. Just, uh, you know, spritz some isopropyl alcohol. Put it in a spray bottle. You can actually, uh, if, you, if you buy aloe vera moisturizing gel and you do uh, two parts aloe vera gel to one part 99% isopropyl, mm-hmm. and you mix that up and you put it in a, a soap dispenser, that is essentially hand sanitizer. There you go. So the more make, you know. Make your own. Yeah. Also, it doubles as a, uh, an antiperspirant if you're, if you're, you know, I used to do it when I didn't have any money. Yeah. Yeah. Very easy. Life hacks. Yeah, it's fun. Don't drink bleach, though. I saw that as a, yeah. one, of the, one of the things. People drinking bleach. There's also, there was a meme going around. I was like, oh, cocaine kills the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Don't mind if I do. <laughs> Legalize it. Uh, but it's not true. Yeah, it's not true. There's a lot of misinformation out there. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, regardless uh, of whether things get worse, companies are increasingly not willing to take their chances, with a number of high-profile events being postponed or canceled entirely. Not PAX, though, damn it. I, I, I was there. And I probably haven't. Uh, GDC, the Game Developers Conference, was scheduled for later this month, but after multiple big companies backed out, it's been canceled. With plans to reschedule it uh, sometime this summer. If uh, that even happens. Yeah. Both Microsoft's MVP Summit and Google Cloud Next have been canceled in favor of online-only presentations and meetings. Google has also canceled Google I.O., which was scheduled for May, and they haven't announced a backup plan yet. Probably another online event. Yeah. If anything, this is going to... This is going to move society more rapidly towards telecommunication as their main job. Which it should be. It should be anyway. We've been arguing this for a long time. But there's uh, the business world, they really want bodies and chairs. Yeah. When in a lot of situations, there's absolutely no need. Their only reasoning is, well, I want to make sure people are working. Yeah. It's like, well, usually you can tell by the output. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Geneva Motor Show, which is one of the biggest car shows in the world, has also been canceled. But that's not on account of the car companies or the motor show. Actually, the Swiss government, they uh, enacted a law recently, a temporary law, which bans all public gatherings of over 1,000 people, Hmm. which is uh, pretty drastic, but... Probably a good call. We should have announced like a live show before they did that. And then we'd be like, wow, well, sorry. Oh, well, we definitely hit that thousand person mark, so yeah. they had to cancel it. Can't do it. Sorry, Switzerland. Yeah. Uh, Facebook canceled their annual F8 conference scheduled for May. I think they're also going to try to do some online version as well. Uh, NVIDIA's annual GTC developer event, also going to be online only. Uh, the, the big question in the air right now is South by Southwest, because it's currently looking like South by, or at least the tech portion at the beginning, will either be canceled or just be a fucking ghost town, because more and more companies just keep dropping out. No we one should, wants we to should, be there. We should go. Yeah. It's free probably, drinks. Probably a lot of a lot of passes available for dirt cheap right I now. I know. We should go and get all the free drinks that these tech companies pay for, and then just yeah. come home. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, meanwhile, theme parks and museums just throughout the world are all temporarily shutting down to avoid the spread of the disease. The Louvre. 
I believe, has been closed for the last couple days. It's pronounced Louvre. The Louvre. Yeah. Um, every theme park in Japan, China, and South Korea is closed. Um, I'm going to Disney Thursday night. I. That's that's when. Uh, I mean, I. I'm doing the equivalent of when you jump in a filthy pond as a as a young person. You're taking a lot of chances. I'm with building this. up the, uh, the 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 blockade by putting myself in all the situations. That's not how it works, though. That's how it works. I'm pretty sure it's how it works. Mm. I learned a lot. I went on a lot of mom blogs. And I, I'm pretty sure I'm going to beat this thing by, oh, no. by jumping right into it. Well, well anyways, <laughs> Twitter has encouraged employees around the world to stop coming into work and then instead work from home. Good. And yeah, it's a great idea. And like I said, it's, uh, hopefully this moves more companies towards just doing this outright yeah. in the future. Hopefully they're doing it now out of necessity, begrudgingly. And they're yeah. like, wait, productivity not only didn't go down, it went it up because we weren't fucking bothering our employees all day with dumb meetings they didn't need to attend. Yeah. And what do you mean our employees are more efficient when they don't have to drive two hours into the office yeah. because the real estate around the yeah. office is multi-millions of dollars? Why is everyone so exhausted when they come into downtown San Francisco from, like, fucking Stockton or some shit? Yeah. What, rest up, buddy. Turns out our employees are thrilled about this yeah. new initiative. Uh, other companies have banned visitors from their offices. They've cut down on employee travel. And they've even started doing job interviews over video calls instead of in person. That's great, too. All of this is a positive. If you're looking the virus. Yeah. If you're looking for a job, actually having to fucking show up at all these offices. And drive around all day. It's a pain in the ass. Terrible. But now it's like, yeah, you, you apply for a job. You, you get called up for the next round. Yeah. Beep, bop, boop. You're doing your interview. Yeah. Sounds great. Sounds like a win-win. You know, say what you want about the coronavirus. It really was the shot in the arm that everyone needed to move towards telecommunication yeah. instead of actually showing up and driving. Because this would solve, it would do a great things. Take honestly. cars off the road. It would do great things for the housing crisis as well because people wouldn't be as consolidated in one area based on where they work. Yeah. They could work from fucking anywhere and like drive in once a week to like show face or something. Yeah. There's also, I, I, I don't know if it's in the rest of this episode, but that like very Republican guy in Florida, like, well, of course we're going to give out the vaccine for yeah. free. It's like, you're so close. You're yeah. so close to realizing that having a healthy society is good for society overall. He, I think he was pretty clear. He's like, it's not socialized medicine. No, I think he said, we're just getting... I think he said, call it what you want. Okay. Well. <laughs> hey. The ultimate self-aware wolf. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, anyways, Uber and Lyft. Don't get in them. Yeah. <laughs> Uber and Lyft, meanwhile, they gave all their drivers some health guidelines and told them not to drive if they're feeling symptoms. Uh, but uh, we have our doubts that any driver would actually be doing that, especially if it's, A, their main source of income. Yeah. And, B, the fact that it takes one to two weeks for symptoms to show up yeah. if you're carrying the virus. Hey, you know the jobs that you work for us and we pay you uh, fucking jack shit for yeah. and you have to work, like, 12 hours a day uh, just to, like, just to get by, just yeah. to pay your bills? We're going to ask that you don't do that um, if you're feeling at all sick. You know, just take those days off. Uh, I, we're not going to pay you. Yeah, obviously you, not. We, there's no sick pay. You figure that part out. But yeah, Remember, um, you're an independent contractor. Yeah, please, if you're sick, don't drive. Yeah, well, they, they, every, all these uh, non-union uh, workers, they should uh, stage cough-ins. It's a double entendre, mm -hmm. you know, but uh, if they just went into these businesses and coughed, you know, maybe, maybe they'll get some sick days. It's a good way to, uh, you know, it's a good, it's a new form of activism is showing up anywhere. We are not conference. advocating that at all. That was a joke. I was telling people on Twitter to go down to their local polling place. There's long lines with filled with, filled with boomers, <laughs> probably Biden voters. Just start start coughing. They're, they'll be like, look, I don't really like Joe Biden that much. I'll just go <laughs> home. And then you're like. Literal germ yeah. warfare. Yeah. Wow. Cool. Uh, in the meantime, 
A real treatment for the disease is still months away at best. A drug called remdesivir, which was originally being developed years ago during the SARS and MERS outbreaks, but was never actually completed because those situations kind of handled themselves for the most part. Uh, it's now on track to become available by the summer, mm -hmm. uh, though the cost and availability are still a pretty big concern, especially here in the USA. Mm -hmm. uh, and an actual vaccine to prevent people from getting sick in the first place. Um, don't hold your breath, guys. It's estimated to be between 12 and 18 months away. Yeah. Uh, all signs point to COVID-19 remaining a concern for the foreseeable future. Um, but it has been great for the nit nitrogen dioxide levels coming out of China. Mm -hmm. These maps are wild. All the factories are closed. It's the cleanest air they've ever Say had. Say what you want about the coronavirus. Yeah. It's doing a lot of good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, that not, not having that gas in the air, that's great. But that also means, like, global commerce is uh, yeah, stand in trouble. Still. Which, you know... Probably also fine, too, but not also not great in a lot of other ways. I love, like, there is definitely a certain percentage of people that are clamoring for these vaccines that hate the, the flu vaccine every year. Like, I'm not putting that in my body. Yeah. And I'll, they're like, please, give me the coronavirus vaccine. Please, please, please. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see, yeah. if, uh, we'll see if any of those Facebook moms change their tune about vaccines. Well, uh, anyways, wash your hands many times throughout the day. 20 seconds. Yeah. Not that long. Sing, sing songs to yourself. Yeah, yeah. do whatever you need to do. Uh, and also, if you're feeling sick, don't go out. I mean... Yeah. Especially around kids and old people and sick people. Kind of impossible for a large portion of the workforce. Yeah, but, but if uh, you can. If you can. If, if it is a possibility that you could avoid going outside if you're feeling sick. If you are sick, wear a mask, of course. If you're not good sick, luck, don't wear a mask. Good luck getting one. Masks are pretty much sold out worldwide. I think uh, the, I think it was uh, it was like Sharp or Toshiba converted a TV factory into a mask factory because cool. there's so few masks around. Hell yeah. Uh, we need to get, you know what would be a big thing is get that company Supreme to do yeah. masks. Red mask with the logo on it. Yeah. Sell like hotcakes. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, keep, it, keep your hands away from your face. Another positive from the coronavirus is less people picking their noses. Yeah. It's really hard. I'm realizing how much I touch my face. How much I touch my face. Yep. Constantly. Well, most of today, like wait, watching Super Tuesday coverage and wait, watching the polls come in, I've been oh, like this. Yeah. So it's just not good. Uh, like I said, I'm doing as many things possible inadvertently to get this virus. Yeah. Sorry, Elliot, in advance. Well, um, well. the good news is apparently your pets can't get it. Uh, oh, one, good. One dog tested positive, but they retested it uh two or three times, and it came back negative. So they're thinking oh, okay. that the first test had some coronavirus on it from another... Anyways. Jesus. Good news. It appears as though your pets can't get sick. Well, they're, they're the ones who are going to rule the world, and we're gone. Mm -hmm. uh, now, if you're looking for a solution to what to do about not being able to shake people's hands when you see them, the people of Wuhan have... Uh, Come up with something that's being called the Wuhan shake. And Blippi made a video about it. Don't do what he does in his video. But uh, it, this <laughs> no, is this is not the, the Harlem Shake poop. This is the Wuhan shake, and there's no poop involved. You high five with your feet, apparently. Yeah, it's a little greeting where you come up and you, you tap your feet, it's and a, then you take your shoes off and you get that shit all over your sh all yeah. your hands from taking your shoes. Yeah. Anyways, Mike Pence probably wishes he did that when he was uh, in my hometown in Florida at a school there and uh, went around shaking a bunch of hands. With a bunch of students in my hometown, once yeah, again, makes wow. the headlines. Uh, it came out a few days later that uh, one of that school's students has been placed in quarantine after coming in contact with uh, someone who tested positive. Uh, they say that kid didn't shake Mike Pence's hand. But, you know. But how many hands did he shake right, during that day? With the testing or situation, she. like, we don't know how many people in the school are carrying it, asymptomatic. Now, um, yeah. Having grown up there, uh, this is like a, it's weird. 
That's it the was school viewed, where was, George W. Bush. Uh, it was when I, it was viewed as a bad kid school when I was, oh, when I was there. One. Like where where it, the people that were uh, assholes or got in fights all the time at every other high school. Oh, because it's like a military academy yeah, sort yeah, of yeah. thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, there's your coronavirus news for the week to raise your blood pressure and make you stressed out. Mm-hmm. But uh, we have a solution to that. His name is Phil Larigo. He's back this week. Before we get to him, though, this episode is sponsored by ExpressVPN. If you're like us, you want to browse the internet without the rest of the world knowing what you're doing on there. (laughs) We all know about browsing incognito, but did you know that even in incognito mode, your activity can still be traced? Even if you clear your history, your ISP can see every single website you've ever visited. Oh, God, is that true? They say so. I know it is. That's why you should never ever go online without ExpressVPN. It's a mask for your internet. Mm -hmm. ExpressVPN makes sure your ISP can't see what sites you visit. Uh, Instead, your internet connection is rerouted through ExpressVPN's secure servers. Each ExpressVPN server has an IP address that's shared among thousands of users. That means everything you do is anonymized and can't be traced back to you. Um, ExpressVPN also encrypts 100% of your data with best-in-class encryption, so your information is always protected, even when you're using public Wi-Fi, like at a cafe or hotel. Use the internet in confidence from your computer, tablet, or smartphone. ExpressVPN has you covered on every device. Simply tap one button and you are protected. ExpressVPN is the fastest and most trusted VPN on the market. It's rated number one by TechRadar, Wired, The Verge, and countless more. So protect your online activity today with the VPN that we trust to protect our privacy. Visit expressvpn.com slash newsday and you'll get an extra three months free with a one-year package. That is E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash N-E-W-S-D-A-Y. ExpressVPN.com slash Newsday yeah. to learn more. We just re-upped ours. We went yeah. in a year and I was like, yep, this is uh, this is great. Let's I redo it. I would like some more of that. Uh, and this episode is also sponsored by Mack Weldon. Mack Weldon is a premium men's essentials brand that believes in smart design, premium fabrics, and simple shopping. They're betting that they are the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants you'll ever wear. I'm wearing my Mack Weldon sweatpants right now. And they are comfortable. It really changes your life. Mm-hmm. If they don't leave you fully satisfied with your first pair, you can keep it, and then they will still refund you, no questions asked. And we've told you about Mack Weldon before, and at this point, our closets are uh, pretty much completely stocked with a variety of their items. Yeah. Uh, their stuff, it's its very, very comfortable, uh, very cozy. Yeah, made me realize just how bad I've been treating myself my whole life, up mm-hmm. until Mack Weldon showed up. Treat yourself. Now, if you're a little bit stinky or sweaty... Mack Weldon has a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial, meaning they eliminate odor and... uh, Also keeps werewolves away. Yeah. And not only does Mack Weldon's entire line of basics look good, they also perform well no matter the occasion. Work, exercise, going on dates, you name it. And if you visit MacWeldon.com and use our promo code NEWSDAY at checkout, they will take 20% off the cost of your first order. Again, that's MacWeldon.com. Use promo code NEWSDAY, all one word, at checkout, and you'll save 20% off the best underwear, socks, and sweatpants, and all that stuff of your life. We weren't uh, too happy about just having the coronavirus ourselves, so we brought Phil in today so that he can also get it and spread it around. Yeah. So let's see what Phil has to say. I don't know what it is, but I'm in a good mood today. Maybe I'm feeling hopeful because I voted. Maybe I took my dog's heartworm pill and I'm riding a nice, solid buzz right now. Either way, I'm not going to be a bummer like I usually am. I'm not going to ruin your day. You don't have to fast forward. I'm just going to roast some dumb tech stuff that happened this week. AT&T. I don't know what it is, but this company cannot get it together when it comes to offering TV service. Do you know how many TV platforms they have? Look at all those logos. One, two, three, four, five. Just kidding. There was a fake one in there. The white one was the old DirecTV logo. 
But yeah, for real though, AT&T bought DirecTV in 2015. They already had their Uverse platform at the time. And then they launched DirecTV Now to get into the streaming game. Oh, oh my God, okay. I forgot about whatever this service is, which is found at attwatchtv.com. What is this? How, is this the same? And this week we saw the nationwide launch of AT&T TV, which I assure you is a completely different service from AT&T Watch TV. AT&T TV, AT&T Watch TV, not the same thing. I literally cannot retain the information to keep track of what these different things are. Did Verizon dare them to get like 10 TV platforms? AT&T, are you being bullied? Is everything okay at home? I miss what could have happened with singular TV if it had only stuck Ah, man. Remember the orange blob? Could have been a thing. So AT&T TV, what do you do? Well, turns out it's a streaming service, duh. Uh, Can you stream it on your smart TV, Roku, Apple TV, or Amazon Fire? Of course not. AT&T makes you hook up a box to your TV so it can do what every other device in your home already does. Your TV probably does this anyway. But... Now you have an extra custom Android box attached to your TV. Is this a single mega box that runs all your TVs in your home? Of course not. You have to buy, not rent, additional boxes for each TV, and they cost 120 bucks. They better be 4K. Don't worry, they are 4K. And 4K TV? At launch, there are no live 4K AT&T TV channels, though the company says it may add them in the future. <laughs> Slam dunk. So let's hit that fine print, son. Let's see what we got here. Prices higher in second year. Solid. Limit three concurrent AT&T streams. Pfft. Can't wait to explain that to a toddler, what the word concurrent means because other kids are hogging the streams. Ooh, let's click this. See details. Cool. You need to pay $19.95 to activate the service. Is there a contract? There's a two-year agreement, and if you break it, they charge you $15 per month for each month you got left on it. Did I die and go to heaven? But shibby. $49.99 per month seems pretty affordable. Darn tootin' it is, but make sure you stick around for a year too when the base package goes up to $93 a month. Or if you're a baller, $135 for the ultimate package. Spray the money. Are there hidden fees? Of course there are. A regional sports fee clocking in to $8.95. Can I get some super vague language about getting charged more on top of that regional sports fee? Quote, and certain other additional fees and charges. What does it even mean, certain other charge? Did they, they, they lawyers let them say that? That's a convenience fee. Ugh, any perks I didn't mention yet? Hell yeah, dude, if you cancel mid-billing cycle, they bill you for the whole month. So you literally have to cancel on the last day of your billing cycle, or you have to pay for a whole month of service. Good luck scheduling that moving truck based on your AT&T TV bill. You wanna crack open some reviews? Let's look at some headlines. AT&T TV review, lack of polish, missing content, mar AT&T's new cord cutting service. AT&T's new internet-based TV service won't slow consumer cord cutting. AT&T can't stop bleeding paid TV subscribers, so now it's trying to lock them into two-year contracts. AT&T begins rolling out TV product that uses Android boxes and will replace DirecTV and Uverse as flagship service. Wait, I have an actual question here. Yes, sir. Is this is this is internet-based TV service that you have to use a box for? It is an internet-based TV service. So you're paying your local internet uh, connection fee on top of this. Yes. So, That's stupid. So it's an Android box that you get 
and it's 120 bucks, or you can pay 10 bucks a month, and you have to put one on each TV, just like an old school cable box or a Roku or something that already exists that you probably already own. It's for nostalgia's sake. Yes, but it's in. But you can watch Disney Plus and Netflix, which you can. It's it's an Android box. You can get Android apps, but you got to pay for it. And I'm, I would venture a guess that if you stop paying your bill. The thing probably don't work no more. It's probably not like a, a cool Android box. So there you go. DirecTV is hemorrhaging customers. DirecTV Now, which was supposed to attract cord cutters, it's not doing, it's not doing well either. So AT&T has created the successor to these platforms. And that's not just speculation. The DirecTV website actually asks you, looking for AT&T TV? Yep. That's why I went to the DirecTV website to find a completely different product. And the DirecTV Now website redirects to the new AT&T TV site. So it's pretty clear AT&T TV is the future. If you want TV on AT&T TV, my brain, it's broke. So the new things, just like the old thing, it's got old school cable prices. It's got mandatory boxes you need to buy right from the company. And the worst part, two-year contracts. Ah, clearly the market here is not for cord cutters or people who want to save money. It's regular old cable or DirecTV customers who are scared to give up their clicker with the numbers on it. So basically, your parents. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Anyways, thanks, Phil. Thank uh, you. Let's get through some more quick stories now, starting with some good news, uh, at least for people who want a successful career in music without getting sued for plagiarism. Obviously, in recent years, a number of plagiarism lawsuits have had a chilling effect on the professional songwriting profession. The slightest similarity between two song melodies can be enough for a judge to take away money artists would have made on a song and then give it to people who had no involvement at all. Sometimes it is reasonable. Most of the time, it's pure nonsense. Yeah. Um, there's only 12 notes in Western music, and uh, it's impossible to create a piece of music that's entirely unique, so this is a problem. Yeah. So a lawyer and a musician named Damien Real recently teamed up with a programmer named Noah Rubin to make an algorithm actually just go ahead and generate every possible musical melody. And they've copyrighted the 68 billion eight-note melodies that resulted and have released them into the public domain. The idea here is that in the future, when someone gets sued for musical copyright infringement, they can just look up the melody in question in this giant database and avoid a frivolous lawsuit. It's like, hmm. you didn't come up with this. The algorithm did. So yes, clearly. I guess no one owns it. Uh, we'll see if that ever ends up actually happening. This does need to be tested in court. But for now, it's a pretty interesting idea. We should do a song. Yeah. And put it out. Yeah. See if it's any good. Come at me. Try to get sued for it. Come Just at me. Just actively try to get sued. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, last thing here. According to a recent interview with Ryan Johnson, quote, Apple, they let you use iPhones in movies, but, and this is very pivotal if you're ever watching a mystery movie, bad guys cannot have iPhones on cameras. Huh. Or on camera. Yeah, on the film. They cannot have bad guys, villains, cannot hold iPhones. So, yeah, that's that's weird. And, and yes, definitely something to pay attention to in watching movies where you're not sh- sure who the bad guy might be. Uh, the bad guy or the bad girl is the one holding the Android phone. Windows phone. Like, that's <laughs> weird. They haven't released those in years. So here's what's odd about it, though. That isn't the case everywhere because if the movie is a Sony movie, regardless... Oh, they all use They're Sony all going to be on Sony yeah. phones. Yeah, that's... Huh. Yeah, it's weird. But, uh, yeah, Apple, they... I didn't realize... Like, it's complicated. You showing any, like, branded gear in a movie is a, it's a real tricky topic. Well, the, here's the, the easy thing, though, is that every phone without the branding on it looks yeah. almost identical these yeah. days. 
Yeah, there's just put them all in a in a case. Otterbox doesn't care if you're the villain or the good guy. Yeah, just have all your characters use jitterbugs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> jitterbug or or just like an old Nokia yeah. phone. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's it for this week's episode. Mm-hmm. Um, be sure to watch. Wash your hands. Be sure to wash your hands. Uh, we also have a brand new exclusive podcast. Yeah. Uh, we talked about. Uh, I went to Boston. Went for there for PAX. Uh, it was it, there. There's a lot in there. We answered a lot of questions. So mm-hmm. check that out if you're a Patreon supporter or a YouTube yeah. member. And then news dump and weekly weird news if you haven't gotten around to those yet. There they are. Um, 